Listener Production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. It's a lot, isn't it? Hey everyone, we're here with gorgeous, angelic, and? gay, <laughs> and what else? Um, um, Ed Hardy wearing, queen, extraordinaire, performing arts icon, Milo, 22-year-old, Milo Hartel. Hey, Gorge. Hi. You know, our birthdays are one day after the other. Oh my God, are they? And then Kath's other f- best friend, Poppy, is Your the, day. my birthday. Yeah. And Kath's friends with all of us. Why is Kath collecting Geminis? Geminis are the best. Geminis are True. fun. Mutable energy. Um, yeah. Anyway, everyone, Milo was in our gorgeous first Melbourne show, second Melbourne show. I don't know. Honestly, no hate to all the other um, guests. You were all amazing. But the Melbourne show where I got on the floor and was sucking my own dick was my favourite. It was a good one. It was, it was a good one. It was a good one. Um, was and Milo was amazing. Um, so we're going to recap some of those chats because I feel like they were really important, really interesting. You're so funny and iconic and great. Um, Little old me. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I could never. <laughs> so young, though. So young. <laughs> Baby. You're so, you're so young. And 19th it's like... 19th of June. 19th of June. 2000. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Um, fucking hell. Record um, scratch. Ew. Oh my God. It's sucking out of account. You do so much stuff. I was thinking on the drive in, and I know it's an annoying question because everyone to me is like, you do so much stuff. How do you do it? It's like, I just have um, no sleep and I also no just want to die. Next place. Next, next fitting. <laughs> next fitting. Next performing arts moment. But there's so much to talk about, but I wanted to start with what we spoke about on the live show because I thought it was such a good chat and you're a funny bitch and I feel like you explain things to those who don't understand really well because, yeah, you're a funny bitch. So Listen to my asthma wheeze, wait. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and you know what? Don't edit that out, Len, because that brings a level of connectivity with our listeners and you. They can hear you wheezing. This is for the asthmatics. This is for the asthmatics out Oh, my there. God. Representation, left, right and centre. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> asthmatics anonymous. I'll oh see you at the next meeting. <laughs> Anonymous. I thought it's a secret. Is this a secret? I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> so it's like no one can know. Yeah, I call um, my agent. So, so one of the main things you spoke about was your name on the IGs. Mm-hmm. So I told you this, but my manager, so Milo's name on um, Instagram is That Fat Diva. Right? That Fat Diva. Wait, Queen. am I allowed to swear? I yeah, 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 yeah. You, you do kinda. everything. Okay, good. Yeah, 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 Thanks, babe. bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, bitch. Very low level. Come on. Well, I'll ease into it. You oh. know, it's just slow. <laughs> one swear word. Then, At a time. You know, when everyone's ready, the next one. Okay. Deep breaths. Yeah, definitely edging. <laughs> Love it. Um, but my manager, when he was booking you for the show, he was like, oh, my God, I'm getting, like, the dirtiest looks from the interns in the office. <laughs> Because so he owns the the um, management company, yeah, yeah, and he's like, because he'd be like on the phone, being like, "Yep, so we've got, you know, we've organised Bell Bambi, we've organised Rowdy Walden, um, you know, that fat diva's coming," <laughs> and, and, and people people be like, 
Ben, you can't say that. And Ben was like, oh, what's her name? First of all, it's her name. Second of all, yes, I can. He's I like, can look her. at the, and he'd have to like get up your Instagram and like prove to people. Just lucky it's not that fat N word. Then, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then everyone has to go, you know, you know, her. her. Ladies her. and gentlemen, you should do a little um, April Fool's prank or something and see how your management and people that cast you go with that. Imagine I'm like, if yeah. you go, I'd yeah. love you to call me by my name. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Full name and the disrespect is you don't really, say it. Yeah, it's actually out of control. I leave. You are fucked. Yeah. But <laughs> so <laughs> run us through why you are that fat diva. And I want to talk about, you know, the neutrali- neutrality of the word fat and how it shouldn't just be, you know, something people are gasping at. Gasping at. Well, okay. So the name originally. I got it because I was being cyber bullied. By wow, for something new. Oh my god, yeah, right. And this is when I had like seven followers. You oh, know, really? Still being cyber yeah, waiting for your eight. Literally, I'm there. Like, come on, double come digits on. soon. Three ooh, more. Ooh, three <laughs> more, and we're gonna be there. <laughs> so the AFL wasn't paying their dancers, mm. and Eloise Eftos, who was. On the podcast We've had her on the podcast. Diva. She is fucking amazing. I love her. Another Perth icon. Oh, you're a Perth icon. Yeah. Yeah. She made that fucking hilarious video that was her being like, oh, yeah, I was asked to be on on the uh, footy grand final and they didn't pay me, but I just tell people that I get things for free and it was very funny. Mm. But I, after that, I was, I commented on... So I don't I don't follow the AFL. I don't know what any of the posts mean because it says get it. Like, the three <sighs> box on the kick of that. So they won. I'm like, I don't get it. <sighs> so I'm commenting on there. I'm going, pay your dancers. <laughs> Sorry. Your two little hands. Your two little hands. I have tiny hands. <laughs> we um I commented on one of their posts and I was like, hey, pay your dancers. On and the then, AFL. On the AFL. Activism. AFL's Instagram. I've got them. They'll change things now. See this fist? <laughs> um, I stand with dancers. <laughs> I do not understand, but I stand with I you. I stand with you. Oh, I miss that. The black oh. and the white hand, that oh. that edited picture, and the white one had nails on and the black one didn't. Oh, I, really? That was what always stuck out to me. I was like, how does the black one have nails on? <laughs> I never noticed. The white one had the really nice pink nails on. And anyway. So... <laughs> so <laughs> So, oh my god! What? I got my typewriter out. I commented, "Hey, your dancers," and then all of these AFL fans descended on my on my DMs and were like, "You're a fat bitch, and you should kill yourself. Like, you're a fat N word bitch, and you should kill yourself." Was there N word bitches in there as well? Yeah, fat nigga bitch. I'm there, like, whoa. whoa. And but also, like, do you really care about your silly game with the silly ball? So much, but also you weren't even criticizing the game, the beautiful game. No. You were saying maybe like pay people. I'm like it's for one of the hugest. Like they make so much money, and AFL players earn like millions a year. I'm like, you can afford to be like, hey, one rehearsal and yeah. one show. Here's like four hundred bucks. Are you kidding? Like literally four hundred dollars. That's all they need. Going to be there in the half show. They do like, I mean, more, more, more. But still, give them something. More. Give them something. Give them something. Fucking eyes. Even just a drink card. Uber Eats voucher. Yeah, drink <laughs> card for the game. A free ticket to the game. A corporate box. No, I mean, some of the dancers aren't even like, anyway. Anyway, I don't even like to say for the game. But, uh, yeah, they all descended, were saying all these things. And I was like, I'm bored. But, like, by the 10th person saying that I'm a fat bitch and I should die, I was like, firstly, I, I know. 
<laughs> I've been living in this body my whole life. Mm. I know I'm a fat N-word mm. bitch. Like, mm. yeah. Okay, yeah. I have, I have these crazy things called a mirror and I can actually see myself <laughs> and I know. And I just was like, I was like, how do I make it clear that I know this before they've even sent a message? And mm. I was talking to... I was talking to someone about it and I was like, I'm just going to change my Insta handle to, at the time, it was that fat bitch. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I know. I was like, if you're going to try and insult me, like, come for something, like, Be juicy. creative. Come no, for something juicy. Say that I'm irrelevant or boring or something. Talk that- about my mental health. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> come for me. I just bit the fucking microphone for laughing so hard. Come for my mental health. I'm like, I say to my brain. No, <laughs> no. Or call me mediocre or something. Be like, you Literally. know, we actually found that interesting. I'm like, I could imagine. imagine. But then they would be embarrassed because they would know that's incorrect. Really flawed. That's true. Whereas at least, you know, they're like, oh, this, she's going to hate if we call her fat. I bet it's going to mm. make her feel really sad. Mm, mm. Here I am literally like. Yes. I love showing my midriff. I, it was like a liberating moment for me at uni when I started showing my midriff because I was always like, fat people don't get to do that. And then I went, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Activism started. How did I start this role for myself? And the people were like, you're so brave. I was like, mm. <laughs> That's an interesting thing as well. My friends and I speak like this, uh, my, my friend's a plus-size model, which is always like, I think I said this at the show with, mm. with you, um, people always comment on her shit and they're like things like, you're so brave. And like, oh, wow. how, oh my god, where do you get your confidence from? And she's like, I like, I actually don't know. I'm just really fucking hot. Like, I'm like I, I, I don't have any tips for you. I'm just like, I'm literally a model. Like, I'm I've done Sports Illustrated. I am just really, genuinely, really hot. So I'm not sure how to help with your self esteem issues, which are a whole different thing because I actually <laughs> am really hot. The and- amount of times after shows, people are like. Oh my god! Like I'm skinny and I couldn't even get up there. And oh do my that. god! And I'm like, no, they say that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, the reason you couldn't get up there and do that is because you aren't flexible. It's not has nothing to do with it's my skinny. way or your way. What, like when you're performing like theatre or something? Or well, when I do like, modeling. it used to happen a lot when I did, or when I still do, I do club spots a lot, which is like, you know, a two minute track and then I'll just whirl in a nightclub and and people will be like, oh my God. Like, and as well, because it's always really drunk, normally white, straight girls mm. who come up to me and they're like, oh my God, <laughs> does anyone have some water? Yeah, just like seriously, I don't know how you do it. You're so brave. And I just like, you know, I am actually really skinny. I go F45 and I could never even do that. So you doing it, it's just so amazing. And I'm there like, oh, thanks. Cool. I'm like, I actually have a degree in performing. Yeah. Thank you. This is like literally what I do. I love to point out things as well. Like my friend, she got a comment one time that we – we laugh about all the time that was just back fat, love heart. <laughs> Don't I tell you this on the show. Don't I tell you this no. on the show. So she literally, back and I'll text her randomly, I'm like, back fat, love heart. <laughs> like, like back fat. But I, I get those things. I'm a size 8 to 10 and I get things like, oh, my God, I love that you are brave enough to show your hip dips. Oh I'm like, God. I never thought about what the fuck. It's like, you're so brave being a huge, fat, ginormous whale yeah. and still wearing a bikini. Like, it's like, literally, whoa. back fat, love heart. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about the back fat. I think this should be, like, the tagline. Back fat, love Back fat. Heart. How do you do that with your fingers? Well, you're so brave getting on stage doing that. I could stretch never do marks, that. Love heart. I can <laughs> stretch. Yeah. Stretch. 
They're my cheetah stripes. Sorry. Stop. Stop. Sorry. Did you see the TikTok I put on my story yesterday? No, no, no. There's this TikTok of this girl and she's like looking like this and it was like a guy once saw my stretch marks and was like, please stop for me thinking that they were self-harm. <gasps> oh, my God. And I've had that before. I've had that before. What? Like people what? being like, I mean, because I'm public about my mental health and some guy was like, Wow. You know, I know you struggle with your mental health. And I was like, no, I do, but they're stretch marks. I'm just fat. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm depressed. Back fat. And, ve- back fat. and he went, you know what? Back fat. That's <laughs> not part. You know what? Preach it. Preach. So true. It's so true. Back fat. But people just, people love dissecting body parts as well, which I find so fucking, and I love being like, you're so brave. I saw this, I have this TikTok currently that for some reason, you know you upload TikTok and sometimes they'll like, You'll upload it and they'll get no views. And then, like, six months later, some right-wing person will probably stitch it. Yup. And you just get, like, water on my chair. attacked. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It's very chaotic in here. <laughs> um, um, I uploaded, I responded to some people like, oh, my God, celebrities with wide rib cages that are still beautiful despite their wide rib cages. And one of them was, I shit you fucking not, Margot Robbie. <laughs> and they were like, she's still in, she still wears bikinis. Even, Margot, even looking like that. Robbie, how much? She's literally she's literally Barbie, Barbie. Literally Barbie. Like in a fucking movie oh, as Barbie. Cages. Like, like, and the representation and the we needed. Like she's the epitome <laughs> of the beauty standard. Marco fucking Robbie. Like, are you actually joking? And they're like, oh my God. Shit, people that still wear bikinis despite their wide rib cages. And I was like, guys, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, people on the internet, the audacity. I mean, I saw that comment on your video of you being a hot diva, that person being like, never going to be on a real TV show. Oh, I was yeah. like, how do you think this bitch's career started? You're never going to get on television. I'm not sure where you've been the last. And like, it's funny difference in the shows that I've been on, but like. There's a few, th- like if you just do quick you've been Google, on a couple. A, you've been on a few. It's a bit on. But anyway, back to the, back to um, you being a fat diva. So, so you were getting um death threats. Back to Solomon. Yeah, I was getting, I was getting death threats. <laughs> yeah, there you guys. Love back, you. Fat. back fat. <laughs> How do you do that with your fingers? Do you practice that, or is that an intuitive thing? Listen, I, it's a TikTok thing. I saw it for some oh. TikTok, and I went, I can uh-huh, do that. Broken. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Um, Sorry. You PhD. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe I'm dro- I'm driving this then. Everyone in my family does, but I. <laughs> but I'm don't, different. Well, no. Like our doctor was like, I think it's just because you were raised by someone with ADHD, you just think like that. You just yeah, that's true. Actually, so I'm used to my mum being like, and, and that was, and then we, and then, oh, okay, and then we, and then I'm there like. Right, and you're the calm one. Literally, four-year-old me is there like, okay, well, I'm going to wipe the kitchen, <laughs> but no worries, girl. Great. Love you, You go, mom. queen. So you're getting... Death uh, threats. Death threats. <laughs> that fat bitch. Yeah, and I was like, I am just going to change my Insta name to that fat bitch, mm-hmm. now that fat diva, because I did some children's show stuff, and I was like... Yeah. I don't want kids to look me up and be like, bitch, mummy! What's a bitch? What's a fat bitch? And then you don't get any work because you're yeah. inappropriate for the kids. Oh, well, then I'm already posting bikini pics with my wide rib cage, so I don't No, wanna... and that's the thing. You're already risking it all. Yeah. Yeah. The... Being so brave. How does she do it? <laughs> I don't know. She's so fucking brave. I don't know. It's just natural blondes. Mm. I just... Something about us. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I, yeah, I was like, I'm just going to change it because firstly, get more creative with your insults. And also fat isn't an insult to me. Yes. Fat is just, you know, I'm a black woman. No one thinks that's offensive. Mm. I am brown haired. No one thinks that's offensive. Mm-hmm. Like I'm queer. Some people might think that's offensive. Mm. I don't think that's offensive. No. <laughs> but I was just, uh, yeah, I was bored of it. And I was like, it's not offensive. And so many people like, you know, well-intentioned people even use fat to be like, or when I call myself fat, I'm like, no, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. No, you're Seriously. actually not fat. Like, no, no you're, you're beautiful. not. I'm like, no, I'm both. I'm both. Yeah. I had a girl come up to me. I went to see Lizzo, like, just before the world ended. Oh, queen. Wow, ages ago. Life-changing moment for me. I was, like, in the crowd sobbing because <gasps> um, I was like, holy shit, that's, like, someone who's, like, succeeding so much in this industry and is mm. one of the first people that I saw live that I was like, I'm kind of like that. Mm. And this girl, again, another girl who's there like, hi, hi. It was like, why are you crying? It's a festival. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, my fucking God, she's probably gurning. Like, no uh, comment. The jaw is wonder if this girl will see stage. this. I hope <laughs> you learned something from this interaction, oh girlie. Oh, my God, probably doesn't remember it. No. Six pingers deep. She was like, she went, Lisa, I don't think I saw her. There's this brown woman or something. I don't know. But I was sobbing and she was like, why are you crying? And I was like, you know, I've never seen someone who looks like like me. In the audience. In the mosh. In the mosh. (laughs) I'm sobbing. Excuse me, why are you crying? Literally. Tender was like, why are you crying? And I said, I've never seen someone who looks like me on stage doing things that like, you know, performing and like being sexy and... Her being fat, not being the centre of her performance. Like, it's her yes. being sexy. She happens to also be a bigger-bodied gal. Mm. And this girl was like, no, babe, seriously. Like, you are so hot. And I, <sighs> a rage woke up in me and oh I went, God. that must be hard for you, hey. And she was like, what? And I said, the fact that I'm fat and still prettier than you. <gasps> and I turned back because I was just like, I was like, no, like, don't fucking, like, fuck off. Don't try and diminish my beauty with my fatness mm. and don't try to diminish my fatness with my beauty. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah, like, yeah. I or saying the despite the fact that you're fat and I'm skinny, I would say we're on equal part. Like, that's kind of what they're saying. It's like literally through everything. And I was like... Through all, you, through all of I was like, challenges. it must be hard for you, girl, that you idealise being skinny so much, much that me being realistic and being mm. like, I am fat and I'm beautiful mm. is still something that you feel like you need to comment mm. back to me on. Yeah, yeah. How did you get to that kind of um, mindset? Because obviously society is like really fat phobic and um, white supremacy is rife. So like how did <laughs> really? we... Really? Yeah. I've never noticed so, it. No, no, you might understand. But I'm saying you know. No, explain um, it to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like how did you get to that, to that stage? Because I'm sure the people listening would think like, okay, like I am fat. I I think, you know, maybe maybe half the time I think, yeah, I'm beautiful, but I still struggle with the other half because of the the way society has has put these thoughts onto us. I know with you, you can see that you truly fucking mean it. It isn't like a defence mechanism where it's like, no. Like, I think the way that these skinny girls do see you, they're like, oh, my God, despite everything. It's like, no, like, I genuinely am fucking hot. Yes, yeah, like I And talented like and fucking funny. Um, <laughs> but how do you, A, deal with these bitches and, and B, like, what's the, I don't know, like, how, I don't know. Now it's I'm kind like of one a of those mix. bitches, you know what I mean? Where it's like, how do you do it? But genuinely, I think people, fat phobia is so fucking rife and I always mention it. And so normalised. So normalised. I'm fucking telling you all, maintenance phase, have you listened to it? Oh, it is the best podcast 
besides this one, um, on the planet. It is so fucking good. It's all about diet culture and um, they speak Maintenance a lot. Maintenance phase? Maintenance phase. Phase. Yeah, and they speak about, they basically dissect different diets, but they also speak about, a fat queer woman is the host and she yeah. speaks about all the elements of fat phobia that I never fucking thought about and also how you can, and it helps me argue with people as well. Yeah. That's where like this kind of idea of like neutrality in terms of the word fat, that's how I learned all about that rather than being like, body positivity. It's just like yeah. neutrality. Body Sorry. neutrality, body acceptance. Oh, so, I used to be like, oh my God, I'm body positive. But then I was like, I don't think I should only be loved and respected if I am positive about my body. I should be loved and respected mm. regardless of how I feel about my body. Yeah. But I didn't, I, you know what, it was a mix of a lot of things. Black Lives Matter really helped me like my body. Mm. I think before that I only followed white, thin, skinny people in theatre and acting and modelling. And Do you think that was subconscious? Or yeah, was that definitely. Just who you knew? That's who I knew. Mm. I mean, musical theatre is a rich white sport. Mm. It is. <laughs> there's mm. like, I mean, there have, there's been improvements in the last few years, but that is a lot of the industry, especially at drama schools. It's who's got the money to be able to go. What school did you go to? I went to WAPA and to VCA. WAPA. WAPA. WAPA's like prestigious, isn't it? It is. Isn't it like, like, I don't really understand theatre, but like I've heard that. It's I've heard really, it. It's pretty prestigious. Even I've heard it. So Whopper yeah. Queen. Scary. Scary. Mm. <laughs> what was scary? Look. Uh, <laughs> it's bad. Being a, a fat, young, queer woman of colour was what was scary mm. there. I was one of a handful. Mm. And, I mean, at all drama schools, the courses aren't catered to not white people. Mm-hmm. I had a class... Is, I mean, it's not that funny, but it's it's funny to me, but I feel like people will be like, oh. But we had this class with one of my favourite teachers, don't get me wrong. They are they were someone who really stuck up for me throughout all of uni, but we were doing a class with them and they were like, okay, we're doing this song. It's set in 1700s America in the South. What would you have been doing for a job at that time? And me and the other black girl were like, slavery? <laughs> and this teacher was like, oh. Then what did she say? Did she say, no, you would have been free? What did she say? No, Hans, you're a mixed race. You would have just been the help. (laughs) (laughs) You would have been getting paid something. No, come on. But it was like, like, I feel like it was a real shift in that class where this teacher was like, whoa, I've never thought about it like Mm. that. And, like, at first, this poor teacher, they were like, oh, no, I mean, like, the character. And we were both like, well, if we were playing the character, they would have been a slave. Mm. <laughs> because it's 1700s America in the South. Yeah. And we are black people. <laughs> we are black people, so we would have been slaves. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway, where have we? Oh, I'm talking about loving our bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bloody, bloody, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Black Lives Matter. But I feel like I, at first it was very much, uh, first it was like fighting for my place at drama school in the industry. I was like, Mm. you know, regardless of what size I am, I can do the job and I'm good at performing and I'm a good performer. And this was before modelling days. I think becoming a model helped me as well Mm. when I was like, oh my God, all these brands that I've idolised for years want to work with me. Mm. Well, I remember when I had my Frank Body shoot, I was like, have wanted to do this my whole <laughs> life and I Frank never. Body. Yeah. What a weird. I just, they have campaigns. I can't. They are really good. They, they are, are good campaigns. As tits. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, 
And like all of their campaigns are like, girl or boy or someone throwing water and catching lemon. And I was like, I can do that. I'm stupid and fun. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so that diversifying my feeds, I feel Mm. like I was following people that I idolised but could never be. Like I was, Mm. you know, like the Margot Robbies of the world where I'm like, she's hot. She's good at acting. I want to be her. Yeah, but wow. I'm never going to be a Margot Robbie type because, mm. you know, I can't. I, I will never not be mixed race. And, you're, and your rib cage isn't wide enough. Yeah, I know. I'm just too skinny. <laughs> just too skinny. Can't help it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so that's so diversifying your feet. <laughs> Yeah, and I've, finding people to kind of yeah. idolise or look up to. Yeah, and people who looked like, like me you. that I saw as beautiful. How did you find those people? Like, how did you go? Did you I went hashtag? searching. I just went searching. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I, oh, my beautiful, beautiful best friend, his name is Braxton. I haven't seen him in years because he lives in North Carolina. North Carolina? Yeah. What's he doing there? He's from there. We met, at a, the day I shaved my head, I went up to him and I was like, oh, my God. Your hair's like mine. Who's your barber? And he was like, who are you? <laughs> Where were you? In North Carolina. Poof doof. In Melbourne. Poof doof. Yeah. Your hair's like mine. Let's get our hair done <laughs> together. Do and then we just became friends. Yeah, Very, of course. Seven, was that 18? No, I would have been 18. Very poof doof. I would have just turned 18. Mm. So I was like, ah, oh, my cool. God. It was poof doof. Mm. Oh, it was fun. Oh, I miss it. Uh, yeah, truly. Mm. And... Anyway, I was like, I was talking to him about, I was like, I feel like I don't know any black people Mm. really who are like me. Like I know my family that are black, which is, you know, a bunch of goat farmers in Botswana, which Mm. love them, but they are not in any industries that I'm Mm. in. And I mean, my father. Sorry, everything (laughs) you say is so funny and I feel like I shouldn't laugh at you. I just love watching you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like. The people in my life that I that were African people that were like families were like my dad. Like I recently did a post about my dad because he I haven't spoken to him in over thirteen years, and he messaged me on Instagram to tell me I'm fat. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. What do you mean? He replied to a story of me like backstage at a show. Like, like literally, the caption is wasn't living for this top, but I kind of think I look cute. And he responded to it: If you went for a walk in the sun, you would lose all of your stomachs. And I was like, stomachs. I said, there's only one. It's big, but there's yeah, only one. Stomachs. <laughs> Is it stomach? And also the sun. Am I a cow? Yeah, four walk stomachs. The sun, you know. <laughs> Am I a cow? Because I've been in 13 years and then and you got DM from, yeah, from my dad. Milo's dad. And you want to know, you want to know the real gag? Mm. Doesn't even follow me. So he hunted Doesn't you down. even follow He'd me. He searched you. Yeah. And then he's seen that fat diva in the bio. And he's gone, you're you know huge. <laughs> What the fuck? Right? I was like, I was. The, the what did your mum say? Did you tell your mum? I just told my mum, and she was like, <laughs> and then she messaged yeah. him, and then he was like to her, like, I still liked you, even though you were fat as well. <gasps> oh my god! And mum was like, Hang on, hang on. Regardless of that, don't tell our only daughter together that you. And anyway, don't insult our daughter. Literally. Also, after being thirteen years dormant. Like, just, just remain dormant. Well, as well, okay, this is the gag of the season. We're getting into my family history, but before okay. the first time I met him, which is when I was seven, 
he left for Botswana when I was one mm. and then had his brother or, like, uncle or something tell my mum that he died. <laughs> so we thought he was dead. Sorry, then you TLC show. Yeah, then I get my mum. My mum comes over and she goes, okay, um, this is my, like, just after my seventh birthday, she goes, okay, someone's coming to visit. I go, who? And she's like, your dad. And I said, he's dead. She's like, no. Wait, so she, she, she believed. So his we all brother, believed it. But was it a funeral? No, he was in Botswana. How are we going to get there? Oh, so he was already in Botswana. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, by the way, rest he died. in peace. Sorry. Is this the way he tried to relieve himself from his parental duties, pretending yeah. to die, basically? Yeah. Basically, literally. Fuck me, <laughs> dead. The honestly. remain dead. Remain dead. Okay, no. so he came back. Comes back and he goes, like, hey, how are you going, girl? I'm like, fine. I'm like, not where my dad died. Figure out, figure out I'm allergic to cashews because I go, I don't like nuts, dad. And he goes, you have to try one. It's Botswana heritage. I eat one, almost die. Then after two weeks, he goes, I've had enough of being here. I'm going back. Oh, my God. And then hugs me as he's about to go into the airport and goes, I just came here to see your mum, but you were great. Gets on the plane. Seven-year-old me is like, huh, uh, what a man. How <laughs> often has that gone over in therapy? How many times have you spent that in therapy? <laughs> to be honest, not that many times because in my mind he wasn't real because yeah. he died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, he yeah. died. Yeah. He was dead. <laughs> Seven-year-old me was like, I'm good. I got a granddad. He's cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then... He's back. He's back. And then he disappears again for 15 years. And then he sends me a message. <laughs> Sorry. Go for a walk in the sun. And then, and then he's like, go for a walk in the sun. Oh, but before that, on my 16th birthday, no, on my 18th birthday, he sends me a letter and he goes, happy birthday. Happy 16th. It's my 18th birthday. I go, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thank you. And he goes, if you don't come to Botswana and start working on the farm, I'm going to get the ancestors to haunt you from oh Dad. God. But also, you're born in the year 2000. It's pretty easy to remember. What? How, How old, old you are? I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, ancestors scary. That's yeah. Threat, I was threat. like, the ancestors? Do you reckon they do it? I think they do it. They I say, they get would. a grip. I'm the cool one. Yeah, you're the cool one. They like you, I think. Yeah, me I too. I think they like him very much. As they shouldn't. Yeah. I tried to convince us he was dead. Yeah. I was like, well, who's the ancestors? You? Because yeah. you died. <laughs> How do we get on to this? <laughs> oh, body positivity. <laughs> <laughs> So I was getting death threats. Okay. Can you do stand up? Do you ever do stand up? I want to. I will one day. Oh, please do you this should. story for stand up. I would fucking really I'll post about it. We can all come and see you. Fucking amazing. I want to talk to you about besides body positivity. Like, you only got I'll 20 minutes after this up. fucking oh conversation, God, so hurry okay. the fuck up. All right, so I was really... <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I became Bopo because, one, in a fight against, like, the performing arts world because I was like, I know that this industry doesn't see me as beautiful and mm. right, but I know that I am and I know that I'm going to bring something fresh. And there's also, especially in Australia, such a hole in the market mm. of cool people of colour that are there and ready and wanting to work but just not being given the opportunity. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be, I want to help to fill that. I diversif- diversified my <laughs> feeds by following people that look that like, like me. like Lena Woodley moment, yeah. <laughs> That's just me powering down. Yeah. And I'm back. <laughs> Diversifying my feeds with people that look <laughs> like me. So I love at everything you say. That's so, I wish this like, wasn't a podcast and it was just like live totally stream. visual live stream. Like, fuck hilarious. me, dude. It was so, so funny. Oh my god. Deep breaths. Deep breaths and calm thoughts. 
diversified my feeds, finding people that I thought were beautiful, yeah. that looked like me. And also just like kind of like fake it till you make it vibes. Yeah. Like I still, to the, every day I try to be like, look like see myself in the mirror and be like, fuck, like, yeah, I'm beautiful. Yeah. And some people get pissed off by that. Like someone the other day, like we've got a relationship where we're shady to each other. And I was like, why are you always so shady to me? And they were like, oh, because sometimes you're just a bit full of yourself and I think I just need to bring you down to earth. And I was oh like, okay I, okay, I hate the term full of yourself. I yeah. hate it. I don't know why people are so upset about even if someone is the cockiest motherfucker on earth, even if someone is like the most full of themselves, like confidence-boosted person on the planet, I don't really, how does it affect me negatively if they think really highly of themselves? You know what? If you aren't hurting anyone, fucking, yeah, you do look really fucking hot. Which, and as well, I'm happy to see that. I feel like like in the context of this, it was because I always prance around in the dressing room in my undies. But just to be like, look at myself and look at my roles and be like, damn, yeah, she's fine. And I'm like, who is that negatively affecting? Like I'm one of the bigger people in the room. Mm. I know that as much as sometimes it ticks me off, I'm making everybody feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I was talking to a mate the other day and like I was prancing around again in my undies. prancing. Oh, I can't help it. Always be prancing. It's the, the musical theatre in me. Yeah, you, you don't just... walk, you just prance. Oh, yes, yeah. I prance the shops of the day. and I... <laughs> You prance or you flounce. Yeah. Flounce is the slower one. Oh, right. Okay, you have like a flowy dress on or something. Or but prance. prance is... Right, okay, I understand. Yeah. Prance is when I don't have my bra on. <laughs> <laughs> Great boobs. Look at them. Aren't they good? They were beautiful. Just then and always. Because <laughs> so you're, flan- you're flouncing around. Flouncing around. And my friend, like, teared up and I was like, whoa, are you all right? And she was like, yeah, I just wish I had met someone like you when I was 18. And I was like, whoa. It's like we're getting really deep here, man. Mm. But I, specifically, like, people that aren't exactly the the social ideal of beauty Mm. being full of themselves isn't a bad thing because it's like, hey, someone's got to be, I've got to be, like, other, the world isn't telling me that I'm beautiful, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Stupid. I don't I I see how that would negatively affect anyone. I always find it weird that they said they had to bring you da- down to earth. <laughs> okay. Just hanging out on your anus. Hanging out. <laughs> fucking see ya. Um, the other thing I wanted to chat about was a story you uploaded the other day about Roe v. Wade. Mm, um, mm-hmm. I should have screenshot it, but I fucking didn't. Because I'm a wild card. Um, no, memory. You, it was something about um, how white women are reacting to Roe v. Wade. Ah. And I've, I've taken in a lot of this content lately on TikTok, so I can't remember your exact point or words. Yeah, I but was... I want to talk to you about it. So yeah. Tell me what you said. <laughs> I was talking about how, firstly, it's interesting that the same white dudes that said nothing during Black Lives Matter are also saying nothing right now. Yes. But I was also like, it's really interesting to me, the white women in my life who I begged to post about Black Lives Matter. Did and you I really beg, like, I begged a begged. lot of my friends. Like, I had some friends where I was like, if you don't say something, our friendship is over and I need you in my life. You're my best friend and I need you to post about this. And did they? Some of them did. Some of them came around to it. It was a really hard time. What I do was, you mean? I was looking at my, my Instagram two years ago today I was manic. Oh, yeah, because it was, yeah. I was fucking manic. Like, every day had something to say, like, upwards of 10 to 20 posts about Black Lives Matter a day. Mm. 
That's my usual posting schedule, by the way. I put no. like 17,000 stories every day. <laughs> me, I'm like, yeah, that's weird. That's just instability. But I, but it was like, definitely like, I mean, I post a lot of stories too, but yeah. it was like, that was all I posted about, yeah, yeah, yeah. all I talked about, yeah. all I thought about. Mm, mm. Oh, it was manic. And my friends were like, and you know, like sobbing on my story, mm. sobbing to camera, mm. to me and my, at this point, nine followers. We were almost there. Yeah, we're no, almost was, at double. It was, you know, it was a big journey. It was yeah, a big great. journey for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I begged a lot of my friends and like these white women in my life, like a lot of white straight women in my life who at the time were like, it's just a lot. And you know what? You're my friend. I support you. Obviously, I support Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, it's um, not enough. But seeing those people just like posting about Roe versus Wade, which don't get me wrong, great, good, post about something. shitty things going on. But I just was really interested. Well, in... it directly affects them. And there's also these, like, people on TikTok, and I'm on the side of TikTok that is roasting them, thank fuck. Yep. I've seen a lot of stitches mm-hmm. of them being like, we're the, we're the granddaughters of the witches you couldn't burn. Or, you know, that shit, that shit, that shit, that shit. And they're like, and they're like you think other protests are bad. Get ready for this. All these like black women being like, you can't fucking serious. Like obviously, <laughs> obviously they're all Americans. Not, they're not going. But they're like, are like, you bitches fucking serious? serious? But, but, they, but they're like, they're like, okay. First of all, why didn't you protest this hard during Black Lives Matter? Literally, that's weird. So the, you're the people like white people. Like it's during Roe versus Wade, the people that we need to be protesting the hardest are men. Mm. During Black Lives Matter, the people that we needed protesting the hardest were white people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now that it affects these women, and again, like, yes, protest about Roe versus Wade. But I feel like it's the same people who probably would have said that the Black Lives Matter protests in the US particularly were too violent. Yeah. We're really and they're going, like, we're going to burn the capital down thanks to our witch ancestors. Shut <laughs> up. I'm like, babe, just, Shut like, up. go and vote. Go How about vote? that? <laughs> and also, like, protest. Yeah, but I find vote. it funny that it's like they've saved their energy for something that actually like, affects them. Speak to your uncle that, yeah. you know, doesn't think that women deserve abortion. Mm. Talk to your uncle who thinks that black people are lesser people, not by any fault of their own, just yeah. because, like... Yeah, do the work, like, every day. Literally. Um, I mean, it was people in my... I mean, there were so many people in my life where, like, we'd be sitting and, you know, the conversation would come up and I'd be sitting with them and their family just imagine, and something. Like, I didn't tell them go... So how about those protests? All the literally, <laughs> and I'm there like, yes, yeah. What about them? <laughs> and you know, like people's people's families saying the n word, and me being like, that's when I needed your support. Was... Wait, I'm just so confused. Is this a Perth thing? It's a it's an Australian thing, but it is in Perth. Like take this the was n- all in Perth. Saying but... the n word to I mean, people say it near you, near what, me, about me, about about not you. It's happened everywhere. I can't think of a state that I've been to that I haven't heard somebody who shouldn't be saying the N-word say the N-word. I mean, I had uh, my one of my best friend's birthdays. Bless him. He is woke home on trees. Like, he was the one of my friends who spoke up for me. But I remember at his birthday, his uncle being like, so we're doing speeches, and because he's my best friend, I was speaking, and he was like, next up, we got a brother coming to talk. Am I right? My And I went, and everyone at the party went, and I was like, so am I the next one? I was like, I'm the only I'm black person talking, so I must be the brother. A brother. A brother. Why are you the brother? Well, because it's like, 
like black colloquialisms being like, oh, it's a brother. I'm like, why would they think? And as well, like people wouldn't want an American accent to talk to me. Oh my God. Yeah. What the fuck? The microaggressions and just the aggressions are just unfathomable. Oh, yeah. I had, oh my God, you'll die at this. I was, I'd just done my last spot on Smith Street, which is like the gay street in Melbourne. What does that mean, your last spot? Oh, like spot, like a spot number. Like, what the fuck is a spot number? A spot number just means like I'm performing in a club. I'm gonna give you my USB. It has one song on it, and it's a spot. <laughs> is because it like, you're like? So you're doing like, uh, like what? Okay, you're doing like hot dancing. pink. When hot pink performed, that was a spot number. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a spot number. So okay. I did my last spot, and it was like big emotional. Like you know, love my Melbourne queer scene. And this guy comes up to me on the street, and he goes, Miley, Miley, stop, stop, stop. Like I need to talk to you. And I was like, Oh hi. And he was like, I just got to tell you something, man. And I was like, oh, tell it. Like, what is it? And, I, you know, I thought it was going to be like, loved your last spot. He's like, I'm sad you're leaving because you're my favourite nigger on Smith Street. <gasps> and I went, what? <laughs> I said, what? This is a gay white man. I'm like, come on. we're both, Sorry? I'm like, we're both oppressed. Don't you be doing it too. And it just rolled off his tongue. Yeah, and I went, and I, because I'm a dickhead who loves to take the piss, went, Fucking oath, well, that's harsh to your least favourite. Who's your least favourite? Oh. And he went to answer. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He went no, to answer. He didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, probably. And I went, whoa, whoa. He's got a ranking in his house. Whoa. He's like, yeah, this <laughs> this is my N-word list. Oh, So my. I liked when this one did this. and Like, crazy. Oh, fucking crazy. crazy. But your friends, I'm, I'm sure your friends have heard these stories, but they're not wanting to post about things two years ago, but now Now they're... they do. I think after they saw oh, okay. how much BLM affected me, they were all like, like one of my closest friends, he at the end of the year was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Oh. I should have done more before and I'm still going to do things now and I feel like it's too late, but I should have. And I was like, yeah. It, that's kind of like a C plus though. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, okay. Shit. <laughs> and do you feel like they wanted, like, a, oh, my God, thank you so much? Or do you think it was it was genuine and insane? Oh, it was genuine because then I was like, thanks. And then there was tears and I was like, oh, no. Oh, so all the white people your... crying. Yes. <laughs> all of all of the white people crying about it. But, yeah, I just I just find this, I mean, obviously, and everyone don't, this is the thing that happens as well on the podcast, Mile. I just letting you know. You say things and people will just take it out of context and we'll say, okay, so they're saying that you should we shouldn't care about Roe v. Wade. It's like, no. <laughs> no. I'm saying you no. shouldn't care even, a lot even about Even if I did Roe a whole podcast about it, if like I did a couple of weeks ago, it'll be like, so they're saying, no, everyone, that isn't what we're saying, Mm-mm. get delete your Facebook post you're about to put on in your Literally, Facebook group and I'm say like, they're sitting there saying that we should, no. I'm here like, I, it's basic comprehension. Yeah. <laughs> listen. But listen, just listen. Listen to the whole sentence. And also even things like the people who, you know, celebrate Invasion Day. Oh. Like, oh. Or, Same people who celebrated that are the girls in my feed, like, we're going to strike up. We're going to I'm go. Like, and I'm like, yes, fucking protest that. But, I, like, are you at the Invasion Day rallies? Are you literally, at the I'm like, custody I saw rallies? you go to Seasons Perth. I saw you. <laughs> what Seasons Perth? It's the Australia Day party <laughs> that happens in Perth. It's an event called Seasons. Oh, my God. And it was a hotspot. It was the first Perth hotspot. And I was like, oh, my yes! God, on Invasion Day. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, ya. get them. It's quite upsetting, the, the the blatant lack of empathy for other people's cause. I was, Lem and I were talking the other day about how, like, usually certain views go in a certain a certain bucket, right? What were we talking about? I think, was it the difference? 
Yeah, they made a good point about... Just like how people generally, when there's something just a little bit uncomfortable or different, yep. that's when people like just get scared and that's where, you know, you can get the bigoted views. It's just yep. from a point of anything that's different. Yeah, because you know? someone was um being really transphobic and homophobic in a social worker role. That was not a nightmare fuel. And I was saying like, if that person is doing that, I'm sure they have racist, classist, xenophobic views as well because they're kind of in, in one bucket. But it's interesting that in terms of like white feminism, they kind of have all those things and then have a little bit, a sprinkle of, of the left. Well, it was that even, makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, it was even like I saw so many of these same people posting being like, the Handmaid's Tale seemed crazy. I'm like, that shit was happening to black, black people. people. That yes. shit is still happening to First Nations people here. That shit is still happening to Aboriginal people and Torres Strait Islander people and black people in the States. Like, that shit is literally happening. But they needed a white woman to represent it on screen to relate. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yes. pay attention. I mean, there was even like Skoma being like, we never had slavery. All right. Oh it's my like, God, that was yeah, disgusting. We did. We, did. we, <laughs> we all did. know we did. Because everything intersects and these laws are going to disproportionately affect women of colour and people of colour that have uh, uteruses. Mm-hmm. Um, so n- not fighting for one thing or not caring at one thing. Yeah, it, it's It all like overlaps. And people it's like being if you're going like, to fight for one thing, fight. You need to fight for everything. Fight for everything. And when you're doing it just on one topic, it makes it very glaringly fucking obvious that not only you just care do about you yourself. not care about... Yeah, and it's like during COVID, you know, and even even still now, the ableism in oh. people protesting about yep. um, being locked down and how there was no consideration for people who need to have um, extra protections because of disability or being immunocompromised or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like when you when you really 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 care about something that affects you, and you are silent about something else. And then when influencers use the card of like, well, I'm actually not political and um, I don't know why I have to sense on everything. It's like I understand like I'm particularly political and I have, a, I have an opinion on everything. And there are things that I can't be because I don't have the understanding and, I, and I, it would take a lot of understanding and a lot of research. And even then it's like not really a place to say anything on certain yeah. things, right? But, but support. Um, support. But when it comes to things like, oh, should like, Black people be killed by the police. Should we have um, <laughs> average people in custody who are getting killed at the age of twelve? Maybe it's like maybe a, it's a bit obvious. You know what what I mean? side you should be on? Yeah, it isn't like it's like <laughs> oh the intricacies of this case and the, you know what I mean. It isn't like that. It's like it's literally black and white. Like it's literally, literally black and white. And with the abortion uh, thing, it's like yes, y- yes, it, it, it's it isn't political anymore. It's more just like common sense and like people need to see what your views are because. When you are silent, it kind of implies that you know that you have sketchy political views. So true. And as well, like, when people are silent, it's like, you know, the world is such an echo chamber. Mm. And I'm like, you know, I'm, as you are, very vocal about how you feel about Mm. things. But it's like the people who are following me probably feel the same way. Yes, yeah. And if you're someone who, you know, like so many wellness influencers and stuff, I'm like, it's your following are the people that need to hear this opinion. Yes. You're following other people that don't have a nuanced conversation on this, that aren't following people that are talking about why you should care about Black Lives Matter and Roe versus Wade and Mm. why you should care about not just white feminism and white people Mm. and why you shouldn't just care about yourself within the conversation about COVID and why you should care about it. It's like me talking about it 
And you also don't have to um, have your own in-depth opinion where you do 20 story sets like you or I would or do a podcast about it. You can just reshare a reel. Or you can just, I know, I know the infographics you'll laugh at, but it's like at least you are showing your audience a little bit of a nuanced view, like you said, mm-hmm. that may not be exposed to it. Yep. Well, you're right, like my followers are 100% probably, well, not always agreeing with me, but they're in the same we're in the same world. Shame, yeah, in the same world. Yeah. Might not be in the same in the same room, but we're in the same, same world. world. Yeah, whereas and then all the anti vaxxers come and they come and look at my shit to all the AFL all the players, players who yeah, want to see me players. dead for being yes, fat. Imagine people just playing. All the AFL fans are gonna play Tash. The whole team comes together the whole like team. they have a meeting in the locker Calling room. Calling what a Fuck this bitch, actually. Photos of you in the locker room. They punch it before their games. Come all right, on, boys, let's go. The Milo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she say that. Oh, my God. Well, you've got to go in five minutes. So, love you, Queen. Thanks for coming on. Love talking to you. Uh, if you want to follow Milo, can you plug your shit? Um, oh, my God. Okay. Well, if you're in Sydney, I am in Bonnie and Clyde at the Hayes Theatre until the 17th of July. After mm-hmm. that, I'm in Fangirls at Sydney Opera House from the 28th of July until the 5th of September. I'm sure it's on your Instagram. And we'll oh, include it in the show notes Instagram. too. Show notes, so we'll great. There we go. Link. Yeah, and my Instagram is that fat diva or at Milo Hartill. And we'll tag Milo in the show notes. Um, thanks for coming on. I love being on. Thanks for having me. I'll do more things um, down the line maybe. But uh, we can do something else. We'll do another I, live show. Yeah, maybe DM Milo and tell her to do stand-up because I want to go to that show. Listener.